Do you struggle with a dry, dull, tangled, or itchy beard? Maybe you find little beard hair curls all over the bathroom sink. Have you found that most beard products are too greasy, don't soften your beard, or smell bad in general? If this is you, there is a simple solution to your problem. If you are looking for a change and to level up your beard game, then you need to try Nine Hair Co. Beard Products. These products were created for men of color, all natural and organic premium oils for maximum quality. Nine Hair Co. products will nourish, protect, and soothe your beard and skin. The beard oil is designed for clean shaven to medium beards, while the beard balm is designed for medium to thick beards. Both products relieve itching during growth, adds moisture, and promote shine. Can you use beard oil and the beard balm together? Absolutely, yes you can. For more information on leveling up your beard, click the link for 9hairco.com in the description box below. Episode of the radio show The Aftermath on the air. The radio show ATL The Aftermath. I'll be missing that part. We're the radio show ATL now. All right. The Aftermath. All right. Got M16 and the lovely ATL Diva hanging out with you. Diva, what's going on? How you feeling? I wish I had a nap, but I'm good. And I'm happy to be here. Like, you know. Very good. Very good. <laughs> So the aftermath is back, and uh, we are talking to author and philanthropist Danielle Sierra. All right, so she's got her nonprofit organization, Make It a Village. She's also an author. She wrote a book called A Day with Daddy, trying to cultivate the relationship between father and son. How you feel about talking to Danielle? I am super excited about that because I don't know a lot of books out there like that around this topic. So I can't wait to meet her. Well, let's not waste any time. Let's bring her in. Let's have a conversation about the book and her philanthropist endeavors. Yeah. You are now listening to the radio show. Like I said, somebody just brought in and check on Jane Girl Jones and let me know if I need to Uber him <laughs> some juice or some soup or something. I, I'm glad to why, do why it. Why are you sending that man some juice like he can't eat solid food? Like, let me send him some <laughs> <laughs> Like he in a nursing home or something. <laughs> You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, we got another episode of the radio show, ATL, The Aftermath, on the air. And we got the talented Danielle Sierra with us, philanthropist and author. Danielle, thanks for making the time to come on the show today. We definitely appreciate it. Of course. I'm so happy to be here. I'm excited. Uh, We're glad you're excited, and we're glad to um, have you here. And we just, you know, wanted to dive deeper into, you know, what you have going on and everything. And just uh, start off by talking about Make It a Village. So... With that, how did this concept come about? And was this, is there like a personal connection to the mission and why you started the organization? Yeah, there's definitely a connection. This has been who I have been since like a kid. I remember hearing stories of like my grandma saying how I had this old soul always trying to help everybody, always trying to, you know, feed the baby around and little things like that. So, you know, growing up, it just got a little bit more intense. And I started taking a real love to our culture and wanting to do something to help um, make it stronger and, you know, connect people and be that helping hand and, you know, just unity in general. So um, that's what Make It A Village is about. You know, um, it's about unity. It's about getting out there and being in the community. Right now, the highlight is Black Fathers because I feel like that's like my specific mission right now. But um, in general, it's just for the culture. It's just bringing us together and making sure that our brothers and our sisters know that they're not alone. And, you know, you've got people out here that are still kind and care. No, that's, that's beautiful. And it's good to know that um, you take that personally where um, you want to, I mean, not to be biased, but if we're talking about the culture, you know, that's helping black people, helping us. And it's Absolutely. a beautiful thing because we need more of that. Yeah. And so in, do, in doing this, obviously, you know, you're working with people, you're doing things uh, within the community to try to uplift. What would you say has been the most positive reaction from someone that you receive 
uh, about what you're doing that lets you know that you're doing something that's making a difference? Um, I get emails all the time and mainly that's like my direct source to communicate with my customers. And a lot of them have, especially the fathers, I have a lot of uh, male customers and they all say like things like I shed a tear. Wow. It was so good being able to read this book with my son. He enjoyed it. He wanted me to keep, you know, reading it to him. We're bonding over it. Those type of things make me so emotional and it is it's strange to know that such an impact can be made by something so small um you know can form more so a bond with a father and a son so i would definitely say that just hearing the reviews of my book and what it's doing to families um first time fathers second time fathers just dads in general nice it's just it's so good to hear something so positive like that you know it's a lot of negative things going on so to hear you know something positive coming out of that is it's very good to you know it's good to hear you know someone working on building more positivity so yeah. um again we're talking to danielle sierra all right so she's a philanthropist and a and an author all right so her organization is make it a village that helps families in need she's got her book a day with daddy and if you want some more information on that her website is make it a village.com atl diva you have something for danielle sure sure so when you were writing your book um, what, what was the inspiration that you drew on in order to create your concept and kind of like, how did you put that together? Like, what did that process look like for you? I definitely wanted all the characters to be relatable. That was the inspiration from the book and to begin with. So it was really important for dad to be strong, for him to be black, for mom to have full lips and, you know, full figure for Daniel and DJ to have dreads. I just wanted to embrace that culture and that was important to me. So in designing each one, that was what was in mind, making them look like my uncles, my dad, my cousins, you know. I think that's really good. When you did publish your book, what were some of like the cool ways that you uh, shared your book experience with people did you go to uh, libraries or how did you kind of like put it out there for people to like know that you written this book well so I started I published it in August and I did a pop-up shop it was like a local community event that happens every year and mm -hmm. I feel like that was the time where I was really put in the hot seat like I was explaining everything people wanted to know people wanted to you know get to the nitty-gritty what made you do this what are you trying to do so I would say at that time I was like nonstop with explaining and putting it out there. Um, I joined a lot of groups on Facebook, um, like the black owned Facebook groups of New Jersey, of DC. I made like TikToks and I told everybody I knew basically, you know, my family, my friends. That's a great way to get it out there. And of course when people get, you know, find that you're doing something positive like that, especially I think in this climate where I think that men who are doing positive things kind of sometimes get overshadowed by, I don't know, what's the, what can we say here? Like, I don't know, like the knuckleheads of, yeah. <laughs> of our culture, I feel like are overshadowing sometimes like the really amazing work that families are doing and oh trying God, to yeah. do positive things for their kids and how important it is to have you know, the mom figure there and also the father figure there because a lot of people say they don't get to see that. So um, do you find that with this book, like what what do you want the next step to be? Um, are you going to do a second book? Yeah, so I already have two more books already written. I just wanted A Day With Daddy to get the love and light and acknowledgement that it deserves and make yeah. a strong impact. But this is going to be everlasting. I want it to be a series and it's going to be the village. So it's going to be characters of grandmom, characters of neighbors, godmom, um, you know, auntie, everybody that makes up a village that children really need. There's going to be a character somewhere in the series of books. I'm so excited to hear that because I think when our culture was the strongest, we really did have the village concept. Yes. And so I definitely think we need to have it back. Like yes. I'm, I'm definitely on board with that. Yes. I'm going to throw it back to 16. Do you have any additional questions? For I, 
Crazy show, man. If we got any more black people hop in here, the cops are going to get called. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Hi, these are the guys from the ZZ Talk podcast. I'm Zeno. I'm Zeus. We are a podcast of two ordinary guys that talk about everything and anything, including sports, entertainment, politics, as well as an interview or two or five. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Pandora, or wherever else you find your podcasts. That's the ZZ Talk Podcast. ZZ hyphen talk podcast. Like and subscribe. Hey, this is Alora Lovelight, and you're tuned in to the radio show ATL. Make sure to check out my latest single, Erodicy, and follow at It's The Radio Show on Instagram. If you want your music heard on the radio show, email the radio show inbox at gmail.com. You are now listening to The Radio Show. I think the trump card here is always going to be Jesus ain't a white hippie. But every <laughs> depiction of Jesus, he's a white hippie. Yeah. Oh, God. And, and speaks English. I'm, I, I'm, I'm 98% sure Jesus didn't speak English. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. So speaking in that theme of a of, of village and all endeavors, no matter what you're doing, we all need help and a team. So can you talk about your village a little bit and who helped you and can, who continues to lift you up during this journey that you're on? Oh my God. I could start with my son. He's going to be my, on a gloomy day, he is my sunshine. He's going to make me push through and make me feel like uh, I can defeat this. You know, I'm bigger than this problem. I have my best friend who is his God's God mom. She's been with me through the journey before, after, during. She's a huge support system for me. Um, I have family, friends, my brothers. I'm really close with my siblings. We have like a best friend bond with all of them. I come from a family of five. So, um, my family, my friends, and the need, honestly, the need. No, that makes sense. Yeah. And then what you were saying about your, you know, your siblings, that relationship is a big deal. Um, I could say, you know, I'm fortunate in doing this show that my brother's a part of the cast. So it's cool to work with him on, on stuff yeah. too. So I can understand that bond, especially when you're trying to push through, like you said, it's gonna be days when you just don't feel like it and you need that yeah. kick, you know? Yeah. I know Diva and I do that for each other where we just like, oh, I just don't have it today. And then yeah. we tell them, tell each other, hey, you do have it today. Cause I'm telling yes. you, you got it. So you got yes. it. Yes, exactly. That's the village though. You know, that's your yeah. coworker, that's your friend, that's whoever you need. It's hard to go through this world alone. Yes. And it's hard to go through problems alone and making decisions alone. Like that's so scary, you know, it's scary. So to fall back on a solid village, I feel like that just, it's the, it's the perfect ingredient to a balanced life. You know, I feel like you get a real shot. No, no, you're exactly right. So then um, taking that and pivoting back to the, the book again. So. Obviously, that's an undertaking when you decide, okay, I'm going to write a book. That's not just something you just can do in a day or two. So what was something, though, about writing a book that you thought, okay, this will be easy and it ended up being like, man, this is harder than I thought, you know? It was, it was, the process was very intense. I definitely underestimated how in, like, crucial and how specific and how each phase took you know like it wasn't an overnight thing when jumping in i kind of thought like okay the book is written that's the hardest part honestly i thought that was the hardest part but really it's the approvals of the colors and the descriptions of the characters and um you know the binding all of the background stuff that you know we don't really know much of the average person you just see a pretty book and you're like oh okay the hardest part has to be the words these are just colors these are just characters but it's intense you know every little nook and cranny and i was really specific about it too so it was i wasn't expecting it to be that detail and intense well that's interesting that you said that because you know, I could see something when you were talking about that. So when you're going through the, the process of choosing, I guess, your, your vision, 
did you find yourself being real meticulous with that? Because this is like basically your baby. You created yeah. it, you built it up. So would you say that brought out some extra intensity because listen, I built this from the ground up. It has to be a certain way. Yeah, I ran into some of that, you know, because honestly, starting out, it was just me. So it was a lot of responsibility on making sure it was my way. Like, you know, I wanted to really embrace the role of ownership. That's why it was important to be self-published that we well. went through yeah. um, to approve of and be really specific about. Yes. But the great thing about it is the illustrator, Chris Dudley, I love him. He's a black man. He's been in the game for 20 plus years. So he was really, uh, it was a breeze to work with him because he understood. He was way more seasoned than I was. He guided me and he supported my mission and the dream in itself. So it was, it, it was pretty easy to flow with, um, with Chris, because he, you know, he, he was, I, oh, for example, I gave him the descriptions of the characters and I think I made him might've made one or two tweaks to the characters after he presented, you know, the images from the description. Okay. No, gotcha, but it's, gotcha. it's, it's fine. You know, this is, this is like the time for you to like, let that out and, and, and speak to it, you know, cause yeah. I'll be interested to hear about that part of it. You never know who will see this, who this might motivate somebody yeah. sitting there on a, on a book to get up and go do it themselves. Yes, yes exactly. And that's the, that's the, that I feel like that's the gym that I do have. Like I, I love to motivate people, my friends, excuse me, my friends and um, my family. I love to motivate people and to help and encourage them because going back to my first statement of saying it's hard doing it alone. So even just knowing somebody went through something similar, it's like, Oh, wow. Okay, like, you know, it's not just me. I'm not the outcast or I'm not the only one going through this. Right. No, it, it makes sense. And you you explain it well. So it's not like it's just like, oh, you know, I'm I'm to this point, but I can't put across what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Very well. So um again, uh, we're speaking with Danielle Sierra. All right. So she's an author and philanthropist. She has her organization, Make It a Village, which is uh, you know, is helping families in need. She has her book. A day with daddy and the website is make it a village dot com. ATL Diva, you got uh, anything else here for Danielle? Yes. So sometimes when we are discussing things or scenarios with people, sometimes it's based on like real people. Sometimes we throw fiction in there. So in your book, how many how much of your your characters and your story is uh fact or fiction or like you know, based on real life characters in your life? Yeah. Um, that you know, or how much of it is kind of like made up? Um, I love that question because um, I've never been asked that question before. And actually, so Logan, the main character is my son and he very oh. much favors that character. He has like the braids, he's, you know, the skin tone. Um, it kind of was so cute because he had the teeth missing at the time. It was just perfect. And um Daniel and DJ are kind of like favor my brother and my dad a little bit like the darker skin. My brother has the uh, the twist at the top. So the inspiration was all the way through. And me personally, I love wearing braids. So mom had to have braids. I needed her to have her knotless, you know, together <laughs> because that's typically how I wear my hair. Yeah. That's and then for the story in itself, I just picture, you know, dad and son, like the champ word is typical for dad and son bonds. Um, I feel like my son always wants to get on his dad's shoulders. He wants to get on my shoulders. He thinks I'm a dad too, I think sometimes. <laughs> he try to roughhouse me, but little things like that I pinpoint and threw in there um, from my actual life. That is so cool because I think it's like a little sneak peek into like your reality yeah. mixed with a little bit of fiction, but I think it will make the readers feel like they're a little bit closer to you, which I think is pretty cool. Yes, yes, exactly. And my son loves the fact that he is the main character. He thinks it's so cute. He's always, when people are asking, he's like, yeah, that's me, you know, and that feels so good. I love that for him. Absolutely. I think that's a pretty cool legacy to leave your son to 
for him to have it's like hey there's a whole book and a whole series right around me yeah and you know kids are so proud so I think that also is a great way to make you feel proud about what you're doing too yes because kids does. are gonna tell you the truth whether you like it or not so. okay yeah so you know <laughs> it's the truth when it comes out of kids mom because if he like it he like it if not he's gonna be like mommy I don't know about that oh uh, no I don't like it don't do it <laughs> And he's going to give it up, too. Honesty is his number one trait. <laughs> That's pretty cool. 16, what, what's the next phase here? I know you got another question. I do. He always I, has another question. I, always have another question. <laughs> I got a couple more That's here okay. for you. And then um, we got a question game that we do with our guests, too, to kind of play around with you, you know, get a little okay, more Okay, I'm ready. I'm excited. All right. So, um, we're talking about the book here, um, you know, being based on, you know, people within your life. So I'm guessing the, the when we talk about next phases, maybe this could be a movie or something animated at some point, something based on that. Would that be uh, something you might be looking forward to or looking towards? Yeah, absolutely. The funny thing is people email me all the time telling me that it should be a show. Um, you know, I could see this as a cartoon. We need this. And it's so funny because yesterday me and my son, we were watching, uh, there's this new Netflix series. It's called My Dad, The Bounty Hunter. And it reminded me so much of A Day With Daddy because the characters are all black. You know, the, the hair, oh, the voice tone. I think Method Man might be the dad's voice. But it's so, oh. it's so dope. The dad is like a superhero and it's really cool. So watching that kind of made me be like, wow, like I really would have interest in taking it to the next level to give kids the same feeling that me and my son got watching that show on Netflix. So absolutely. I mean, the sky is the limit. I'm trying to go all the way through the roof. You know, we're going to go as far as God and the universe is going to take me. So I have no limits, no caps, no anything. Yes, I love to hear that. Love the, like the, the energy, you know, you can see this as a passion from you. Cause I mean, you got like a grin on your face that's from ear to ear. So you can- Yes, I'm, I'm excited to be here in general, but just talking about my baby, it does like bring a smile to my face. No, it's 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 nice to see, it's, it's inspiring. It's just, you know, it's just, you know, it's sweet to see that, you know. Yeah, from yeah, mom the and passion son. is definitely there for sure. Yes. I yeah, even so, been considering to try to get it translated. I've had some customers reach out to me and asking me to put it in like a different language, um, the book in, or to switch the roles, like maybe a daddy and daughter. Um, and it's so strange because that could have been ideally the route I went because that is typical. That bond is kind of uh, typical. But that's another reason why a day with daddy is so special because the son and father bond is just as important as that daddy daughter or that mommy son. Like that boys really do need their dads. They really do. Mm -hmm. they, I agree. They, they do. <laughs> I can speak from experience on that. They definitely do. You yeah. know, for other for other purposes. Sometimes, you know, you might need a little more, bit more stern, you know, tough love going on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'll be struggling with that sometime because, you know, my son is my baby, but I get that click in my head. Like, no, you know, I don't want him to be. And, and when his dad has to interfere or, you know, whatever, I let dad be dad. I come a long way, you know, not to say that I wasn't so overbearing. You know, when you have that first baby, I don't know if you guys have kids, but my baby was like, I was like, oh, I want to protect him from the world. I don't want to like touch him. Nothing happened to him. Like, so, um, but I had to really like take the back seat and let dad be dad. And I love that bond between the two of them. Full transparency. We're not together, but we co-parent well. And he's a great father. And I love watching that interaction. Like whether it's him calling his phone or him picking him up. It's so cool to see that. And just to know that my son is blessed to still have his father here, you know, it's a lot of kids mm -hmm. that don't have that option. So, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say that protection thing ain't gonna go to ain't gonna go away because I got two little girls and it no matter how old they get, that's just never gonna go away. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, you be ready to go fight an eight year old. You know what I'm saying? Like you find out something. Playground. Yep. Um, excuse me, you skipped him. It's not his. Like you know, I'm I'm that mom. It's, yeah. it's, I have to check myself sometimes, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't have kids, but I have a godson, and he's gonna turn one next month. And so, 
I spent a lot of time with him. So, I mean, yeah. like, I was telling my friend, that's our baby. Like, <laughs> yeah, we did this together. Actually, actually, she's like, this is our baby. So she's like, um, but I, I mean, I definitely understand that. I think in this current climate is super important because there is such a disconnect in our culture yeah. with, with that particular dynamic and you know you see how yeah young boys struggle with that even into adulthood that that's a void yeah. that yeah nobody can feel so I do think it's, it would be it's a it's a great thing because it's it's encouraging for two sides because sometimes fathers look at the bond between the mother yeah. and think they aren't needed as much and so I think having a different point of view that speaks to both would be mm-hmm. just very, very encouraging and positive right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then people understanding that, like you said, even if you're not in a current romantic relationship with a young lady anymore, does it mean that you don't need to have that particular influence on your child's life as well? And yeah. it's just it's just important and necessary. So I think um, I'm super excited that you're doing this project and it's super needed. So thank you. I'm, thank you. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. And I really, really hope it turns into a cartoon because I like cartoons. As yes, uh, yes. But I just think it's something that, um, you know, and I know 16 does this. <laughs> <laughs> his, his baby girl can get him to do anything. So I think that this is a, would be a great cartoon series that would just touch on so many things in the community and so many things that are needed and then like kids would love to watch this with their parents and I think that'd be great right exactly it's the reality you know and it was kind of like really mild but in the book it doesn't specify mom and dad living together and a parent reading that would kind of pick that up but the kid wouldn't but that was also another message that was important to me in the book because Mm -hmm you know, this is cordial. We love each other. This is a happy home. You can love mom. You can be excited about dad. You can live with mom and go hang out with, you know, it could, I just wanted to sprinkle that reality for us parents, mainly because we're the readers too. And the book, we pulled an entertainment to the reader or to the parents. So um, Mm -hmm. that was another thing that I wanted to put out there because that is reality for me you know and we do it well yeah. and it can be done and still have two effective relationships absolutely it needs to be seen that it's possible yes to do both because I run into a situation where a lot of people feel like um it's impossible to do both or either you gotta pick one or the other yeah. or you know they're seeking relationships with other people who feel like they've never seen successful co-parenting so there must mm-hmm. still be something mm-hmm. there and it's like no we need to uh show that mature people can co-parent in a very positive way and yep. you know what i'm saying so i definitely think that what you're doing is well well needed Thank so you. i'm excited yeah absolutely I'm excited yeah. too. I'm excited to see how many lives can be changed and how many people I can touch and inspire and you know work with and support and all of that good stuff. Oh yeah. So do a- you have um I think it'll be dope. Like do, have you thought about doing like a book club or anything with like parents? It's so funny because I haven't even had a book signing. Like my family is constantly on me about that saying that I should have a book signing. And like I said earlier, it's happening all so fast. So, you know, I'm trying to keep up and make sure that the pace is right and I'm not overwhelming myself and little things like that. But I um I would consider it. Yeah. 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 I would be I would consider a book club for sure. And I always wanted to do a book club, not so much on children books, but um, on books in general, just the unity. Like I'm big on hosting and having everybody around and getting different perspectives and opinions. So yeah, that would be nice. I've been to a couple of schools to read to kids um, and that was so fun. I love kids. I really do. That's like another passion. I was going to be a pediatrician or a teacher or something of that nature um, when I was a kid. You are so teaching. I love kids. 
Oh, girl, you're in the right profession, though. Me, get out. Yeah. <laughs> School's crazy now. Just read, read the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, seriously, every day it's a, so. Yeah, we need to sprinkle a whole lot of make it a village energy and yes, yes, touching these babies and these kids. Absolutely. 16, what do you want to sprinkle on this uh, conversation? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's right, right. <laughs> One last thing before we uh, put Danielle on the hot seat here is, um, okay. so we talked about a lot of stuff because you, you know, you got many layers to you. Yeah, I'm um, all over the place. That's no, okay. That's okay. Okay. Um, are there any things that we might not have mentioned that you have going on that you want to give voice to, like, you know, social media? Um, some projects that you're planning, just just anything else that we might have, I guess, not touched base on. Yeah. So um, annually for like two years, I had been giving back to the community of Camden where I was born and raised. And um, we would go out on Christmas Eve. It started with just me and my son. Something just, I just randomly popped up. That's my personality. Like I'm just so spontaneous and I'm just popping up doing all types of traits and all types of stuff. Well, anyway, we, I said to myself, I wanted to go out and, you know, help people. So I got a whole bunch of containers and packed it up with like spaghetti or something like that. And we just rode around giving blankets, me and my son giving food and everything. So I kind of turned that into an annual thing. Um, so we do that every year. Um, just go out, you know, pull up, pop a tent up and make sure it's OK, of course. And, um, you know, just and just help the community hand in hand. My family helps me. Um, I get a lot of donations and things like that. So that's Make It A Village holiday event. That's annual. It normally happens the day before Christmas. And then this year, I'm going to change it up a little bit and do like kind of like a block party vibe in Camden, New Jersey to support fathers and um, young boys. And I'll have people out there showing little different traits and stuff. Um, a lot of people in my city are doing a lot of great things and we are all trying to come together and help the community. So that's something to look out for. Also, we're rolling into merch pretty soon. Um, dad and son hats, um, sweatshirts, twinning like daddy and son outfits. It's a lot. It's a lot um, to get prepared for. Like I said, we going, we trying to go all the way up to the top. Nice. Nice keeping everything moving, you know, on to the next thing, trying to get this going so we can move yeah. on to the next phase of it. So it's, it's, it's cool. Like I said, and like I said before, it's also inspiring too. So it's, it's great to hear. You are now listening to the radio show. Bruh. This is that knowledge you can't learn in college right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little news you can't refuse and hopefully not abuse, you know? We ain't doing nothing here but trying to help folks get their weather together, church. That's it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Kristen, you sound very pimp adjacent, and I like it. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Now we're about to get to know you a little bit more on, I guess, a different level with uh, what we got going on here. Strap it up. You ready? Miss Diva, how you you doing okay over there? You got your seatbelt on? No, I'm ready. With this one right here... (laughs) You know, this game usually gets us into an argument, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Since by now, it's, it's, it's how we get along, you know, sort of. He gonna tell me that I can't answer the question a certain way, and I'll be like, I do what I wanna do, so, <laughs> you know. It's deeper, gonna... Blah, blah, blah. We've, I've heard this bedtime story before, so. <laughs> we, I've heard this one. All right. Hurry up, 16. All right. <laughs> she got things so, to do. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. Right, so so uh, what we got here is um, this uh, question game that we do is called Don't At Me. And basically what it is, is I'm going to ask you a few questions. And it's sort of like if we were on Instagram and even somebody asks you something like, oh, do you like Coke or Pepsi? You'd be like, I like Coke. Don't at me. So you okay. just give your answer and say, don't at me. That's how that works. All right. Okay. All right. So we're going to. I'm um, a little hip. I know a little bit of what's going on around here. I all know. Right, she's she a little hip. She got this. You got this. All right. Yeah. So we got the first one here. All right, so Danielle, do you have a nickname for your car? Yes or no? And if you do, what what's the name? 
no, I'm not that girl. I wanted to be that girl because it seemed cool and all my friends do it, but it's like, I forget. I don't be remembering what I called her the day before. So no, nah, that's not, that's not me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Diva, do you, okay. So first off, you and your driving. I'm talking about speed, Dean. Boy, don't you talk about my <laughs> driving? Listen. Okay, but do you have a nickname for your car? Yes or no? And if you do, what's the name of your car? Okay, not the car I currently have, but my super speedy Gonzalez Honda Accord that I used to have. Uh-huh. Her name was Lucy. I don't know where I got it from. I don't know why I connected with that name. It's so weird. <laughs> But I used to call her Lucy, and that was like, that was my homie. Oh, don't at, don't at me. That car did me good, though. You don't understand. You ain't seen nothing till you seen Diva out of that parking lot. Oh, my God. You know, like, it's time to go. Yeah. Especially at that place that we was working at. Ooh, oh, my God. On Earth. I should have been speeding like her, too. Right. Oh. Ooh. Do I have a nickname for my car? Yeah, I do, but it was it's kind of, I don't know. So I drive a Chevy Equinox. So I just call the car Knox. So I'm like, yeah, I'm about to have it. Yeah. Whatever, Diva, get out of here. So <laughs> boring. What's what that, Knox? Yeah, whatever. Nah. You're getting me from point A to B and in between. Get out of here. All right. So, you have um, a dad car, it's so difficult. I don't drive it like a dad car. I like Knox, though. I like that. That's cool. They are nice cars, though. Yeah. Yes. Okay to the horn because he drives slow as hell. So, you know. No, <laughs> it's slow to you because I'm not doing a thousand like you do as soon as you find a wheel. So, of course, it'd be slow to you. <laughs> you know, I digress. People don't get on my nerves today, okay? We doing all right. <laughs> all right. Depending I'm on what like- I'm listening to, I'll drive fast. I'm telling you, like. Man, I- what? Depending on what bag I'm in, that that's going. When your, listen, when your son come on and that car start floating, it is what it is. Yeah, we in a concert at that point. I'm not on the mm-hmm. road with nobody. I'm living my best life. Like, so, so, so what you say, Diva? When you turn on, uh, when you turn on Jeezy, it's it's above you that, at that point, right? <laughs> it, it depends on what what song, but yes, it is above me now. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah for me, it's baby. Anything. I'm telling you, I'm just gonna go right into my bag, and I'm in a concert. Don't bother me. Yeah. Please do not touch that radio volume because it's going. So, exactly. Recently, Rihanna, any any of her albums, it's it's yeah. it's up. It's yeah. a concert. Yeah. I'm she going to jack way. up yeah. all the words, and it's fine. It's fine. Because yeah. <laughs> you in your own okay. concert, none of that matters. They're my lyrics now. That's <laughs> it. That's it. What's the next question, 16? Don't encourage her, please. (laughs) Here's the next one. It is, it's time to do laundry. Um, Are you using Tide Pods or are you using just regular wash detergent when you're doing laundry? I kind of was going to Tide Pods, but I feel like I like to see suds. I like to see it really going. And I don't think the pods was giving me that. So I switched back the game. Okay. Don't add me. All right. Wouldn't dare. Wouldn't dare. (laughs) Diva, but first off, Diva, do you even do your own laundry? I mean, you got somebody to do that for you, whatever. Anyway, Tide Pods, regular wash detergent, what you using? Unfortunately, at this time, sir, I do do my own laundry. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so I still do my own laundry for now. And, um... I like, I like, like, Daniel, I like the pods, but sometimes I feel some type of way. So I actually use both and it depends on my mood, really, of what I'm washing. So like stuff that I don't mind a quick wash, I'll throw the pot in there. But if I feel like, mm, you know, I need to see some bubbles, then I'm going to use the liquid. Or, you know, I still really like the powder too. So yeah. Oh, that powder is just awful. <laughs> if you don't mix all the way, you get all in your shirts and yeah, stuff. I tried the powder. I couldn't get with it yeah, either. It's, it's, it's terrible. But you know, the powder has to go in first, make the suds, and then you put the clothes in. You can't put the clothes in and then sprinkle the powder on top. It, then it get clumpy. It still don't always work like that because I done pulled out many a black shirt before from using that blasted powder. And then I got like, <laughs> I got to wash it again because I got like, anyway. Uh, it's Tide Pods, don't at me. It's m- nice and simple. Turn the water on, throw the things in there, let them do their thing. You know, 
I don't have time for the detergent anymore. Measure it out. Is this enough? Is this enough? <laughs> no time for that. Two pods in there, boom. You're good to go. Don't it's add. It's simple. Yes. Yeah. You All know, right, we, you know we hold adults when this is the question we get asked. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, we're, we're, in a full-blown debate. A full-blown yes, like how, how, how do you prefer your cleaning product? <laughs> yes. This is what we've degenerated into. Everything can't be ratchet, you know. All right. All right. <laughs> Here's the next one. All right. So what is the most important part of a sandwich? Is it the bread or is it what's inside the sandwich? I'm going to go for bread for a thousand. It <laughs> is the bread for every sandwich you have. Mm. All right. Eva, <laughs> here. It's a I good mean, one. What's the, what's the most important part of a sandwich? The bread or what's in between it? I'm going to go rogue and I'm going to say the whole damn thing because... <laughs> <laughs> don't at me 16 <laughs> I'm telling you because if I got some soft bread and some cheap meat it's still a horrible ass sandwich so don't come for me it's it's all in everything or you have some cheap thick ass American cheese that don't actually melt or anything no the whole thing the whole thing don't at me that was not the question you know what <laughs> sometimes she said she was gonna do it too uh-huh, i was gonna oh, say that and then she gave you a heads up <laughs> she, she is she is here to tap dance on my last nerve that is her purpose and she does it i well. have amazing tap dance shoes the most important part of a of a sandwich is i agree with danielle it's the bread because what's inside of it, you could make that work maybe. But if that bread is whack, if it's too hard or if it's soggy, the sandwich is ruined. It's over. It's, it's a wrap. <laughs> don't at me. And don't change the question, Diva. <laughs> Danielle, we got two more. I got two more here for you, all right? Okay. All right. So what's a better, like picture this. So what's a better visual for you? Seeing the sunrise or the sunset? I'm going to definitely say the sun rising. I just feel like if I'm watching the sunrise, I'm already off to a good start. Like, so the beauty of it is just going to top it off. All right. Wouldn't dare at you on that one. Diva, <laughs> what's what's a better visual for you? Um, sunrise or sunset? I would, I would say the sunset for me personally. Okay. Because... We're so busy during the day, and sometimes, like at the end of a, a long day, it's just the most beautiful thing that makes you stop and, like, literally just pay attention to it and, like, you soak it all up. And it's just like this appreciation that you made it through the day to see mm -hmm. something so beautiful. Yeah. And it's just kind of like a whole different relaxation element that comes behind being able to see the sun go down like that and it's so magical and as slow as it happens it feels like you blink and it's over and mm. it just makes you realize damn i really gotta slow down and like pay attention mm. to like the beautiful things in life because you know things happen in an instant and then it's gone but it's here for us to appreciate so yeah don't at me i like the sunset mm, that was yeah. deep girl go you know first of all you see how he's doing me we're having a moment we're saying it's beautiful and here he go yeah it's a soliloquy <laughs> next time you better give me multiple choice answers if you want me to wrap it up okay <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure and keep a note of that one um better visual sunrise or sunset all right so danielle you were alluding to something you were saying that if i'm up you know, if you're up and you're seeing the sunrise, you're already off to a good start. Partially true in my view, because I'm going to say it's sunrise, but I don't need to see the sunrise because I don't want to wake up that early. I don't want to be up at the time at all. But yeah. I know when it happens. But if I'm up that early, I'm probably pretty mad because I don't want to see it. I want to be seen. Yeah, morning person. Yeah. No, no. So, um, yeah, it's, it's sunrise, but only if I ain't got to see it. That's yeah. all I can say. <laughs> don't have me. All right. So, Daniel, we got Rocky, the last. Oh, man. You know. <laughs> now, yeah, we got the last one here for you. All right, it's another food choice here. All right, hopefully you like bacon, but if you are eating bacon, is it turkey bacon or pork bacon? Which one you choose? Realistically, it's gonna be turkey bacon. 
Yeah. But I have to get a kick every so often of that pork bacon. I don't know what it is. It's just nothing that can top it. So my son likes it. When I make it for him, I might sneak a little piece, you know, something like that. All right. All right. Don't add me. Please don't. I wouldn't dare. <laughs> um, God, you are such a picky eater. You might just go off the board and be like, I don't want neither one of those. <laughs> Which one is it though? Turkey bacon or pork bacon? What's going to be? Um, okay, I'm gonna do pork bacon and then I'm gonna also add beef bacon from time to time. So, yeah, pork and beef bacon. Don't add me. Yeah, yeah beef wasn't a choice, but whatever, it's cool. You know what you're doing. Um, it's turkey bacon in this instance. Don't add me, please. Um, should I have pork in probably, I don't know, 20 years or so? Wow, uh, yeah, good. I just. I don't know. I just feel like, um, I don't know, turkey bacon has a little bit more flavor. People who down it, you know, either somebody ain't cooking it right or they ain't done it right. Because they got some people like, oh, turkey bacon is nasty or whatever. I'm like, well, maybe it's it's whoever's making it for you. Maybe that's why it's bad. You so know, how you make your turkey bacon then? Just you put, put it in the seasoning oven. on it? You... Nah, just, just put it in the oven. Hold up. Let me just ask you, like, what brand of turkey bacon are you eating? There's only one turkey bacon that I actually like. The rest of it tastes like cardboard. Well, so butterball, it's okay. I hope I ain't messing up no potential sponsor, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Butterball <laughs> is trash. If that's the, the turkey bacon that you're eating is butterball, you need to stay yeah. away from it. The one you need is the Oscar Mayer one. It used to be Lewis Rich. That's the one that you need. Oscar Mayer, is that the paper thin one? That's the one that tastes like cardboard, girl. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't okay, do so, it. That's, that's okay. the, so, so I gotta, let I me, gotta say let put you on Gashaw. Listen to what it's you just culture. said. culture. Just do Gashaw. That one tastes good. But listen to and, what you just said. You said it tastes what? like cardboard. You said it So how do you know what cardboard tastes like? You eat cardboard? <laughs> how do you, like, people say that, like, how are you assigning this? We, first of all, 16, we have a guest. We're not going to do this on this episode. We'll save I it agree. for the other one. You kind of okay. know how stuff might taste. You can kind of go... You get a vibe. It's like yeah. a vibe. Like, it's, it's the incentive. Yeah. Like, it's hard. It's crispy, like cardboard. Mm. And then it, like, has a weird way of disintegrating or flaking off. Like, it's weird. Like cardboard. Uh. <laughs> well... Oh my God. I will tell you one thing that was not weird for sure. And that was playing Don't At Me with Danielle Sierra on the after <laughs> Great job. Getting the high budget applause right I'm now. Good. Come on. I survived. Yes. You are now listening to the radio show. I, I'm not, no. Okay, okay. He's got 40 and Sebo featuring E40. I feel like that's a very lazy song title. They just put both their names together and just 40 is Sebo featuring E40 by Sebo. <laughs> You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Um, Daniel, this was a great conversation. Um, you know, getting to know you and what you have going on, feeling your positive energy. Um, you know, we welcome further conversation in the future with you, you know, um, seeing where you are, you know, months from now, how far yeah. you've gotten, what you have in the in the future. But um we definitely enjoyed the chat and uh you know getting to know you. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I enjoy both of you. It was fun. It was easy, you know, I wasn't all tense. And you guys um really asked some good questions. Like like I said, just jumping out here getting my feet wet. You never know what to expect, but this was really fun and it was not super duper stressful. Nah. <laughs> what, we, what we try to do is we try to, you know, cultivate a, you know, just this cool, like, I like to call us the hub, you know, where people come to kick it, you know, that's what we, that's what we want to do. So um, if you take a look at the screen here, we have the information for Danielle right there on the screen there for you. So her organization is Make It A Village, all right? So that's helping families in need. She spoke about some of the things that she's doing to further her organization with you know people volunteering and helping her out with her endeavor with that she got her book a day with daddy all right you can purchase that book at makeitavillage.myspotify.com got the information right there on the screen it'll also be in the podcast description where you can purchase the book and also read more information about make it a village so again danielle it's just a you know a pleasure to speak with you and again we look forward to a further conversation with you yes thank you so much for having me i had so much fun look forward to coming back Yes. Yay, we would love to have you back. It was a pleasure meeting you. Same. We definitely look forward to your projects in the future. And please don't be a stranger. I won't. Thank you. Y'all can't get rid of me now. You are now listening to the radio show.
Why are you gonna make me cry? Did, did you gonna make me cry? <laughs> I mean, he, we all we all like skin on here. We can't help it. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, Diva, we're back here on the Aftermath. We just got done talking to Danielle Sierra. She is outstanding. So many positive yeah. vibes, so many great things that she got going on right now. How you feel about the conversation that we just had with Danielle? I absolutely enjoyed that conversation, and I am looking forward to partnering with her in the future. Absolutely. Um, completely love what she stands for, love what she's trying to do. We definitely need more people like her in this world. Yes, we do. Somebody, you know, with positive vibes is trying to do, you know, really important things for people within the community. And especially, you know, we hold it, you know, close to our heart when you start talking about the black community because it's dealing with us. Yeah. So we definitely appreciate that. Yeah. All right. So if you take a look at the screen there, we got the information here for Danielle. Her organization is Make It A Village. So that's helping families in need, you know, bringing people together. That's what it's all about. She has her book, A Day With Daddy. Again, cultivating that relationship between father and son is so very important. The book speaks to that, um, you know, a great read. And then her website is makeitavillage.myshopify.com. That's where you can purchase the book and also read more information about Make It A Village, her organization. Um, make sure and check that out. Show us some love, a like, review, buy a book, all that good stuff. Now, in the case of the radio show ATL, if you want to be a guest on the radio show ATL, just send us an email to radioshowinbox at gmail.com. Or you can send us a text, 678-800-1677. We definitely look forward to hearing from you. So, Diva, it's so great to hang out with you here on the show again. Um, it was awesome talking to Danielle. She's fantastic. And I'm, I want to say I'm pretty sure that's not the last time we're going to be seeing her on the show. It seems like she's going to be back sooner than later. Absolutely. I hope so. Yes. That's right, Danielle. Come on back. So, again, you know, thank you to uh, everybody who listens to, supports, you know, watches the radio show ATL. We definitely appreciate it. Again, many thanks to Danielle Sierra for being uh, just an excellent guest and to look forward to fur further conversation with her. So, again, thank, thank you so much for watching. We're going to keep dropping heat all 2023, and uh, we'll catch y'all next time. Appreciate it.